0: Uh
1: uh-huh five four three two one john robinson hello the long-awaited guest Uh you've been referenced in maybe four episodes of this podcast Uh but the people here he is we give him to you if you didn't recognize the nickname j-rob this is john robinson Uh john robinson what's going on it's
0: It's going well yeah I, i had a few people asking about me or talking about me in their podcast and i'd like to address some of them you know like joe joe you were the first one thank you very much that was pretty cool i think it was yeah it was a shout out i was a chip guy yeah, definitely. Was, no, we, we said wasn't you weren't,
1: weren't going to be a chip yeah. guy. Let's get mm-hmm. into that later, though. Okay, okay. Let's hold no. on to the I chip guess talk. I a little bit early. I like to bring that up forty minutes in because, uh-huh. like, I don't want to just let's not just throw these people into the chip I talk. I understand.
0: I understand. Yeah. Maybe next uh-huh. time. Cool. Maybe cool. next
1: time. But go um, on. Go on, please.
0: Uh, let's see. There was uh, Kevin,
1: right? Yes, Kevin, Kevin. brought up because he told the yeah. story about Men. when they bumped into you at the movies. <laughs> How can I forget about that. I would love that? to hear your perspective on this story. Please do.
0: Sure. Sure, so I'm, I'm sitting in the movies, theater, right? oh my and God. I, <laughs> I have my date with me, who I mean, wasn't Stephanie by the way. Anna, oh, it was, Michelle, it was a I different guess. date. Yeah, it was somebody else. Wow. Um, but way before I even met her, so you okay, know, okay, yeah, is what, that was what it was. And I'm listening to this movie and we're waiting and I hear him laugh.
1: Yeah, you, you, you could pick up that he laugh has, from a mile away.
0: You Dude, you have the most <laughs> recognizable laugh in the world.
1: Bro, so, it's contagious as fuck. Yeah, too. yeah. Like,
0: uh huh. So I, I'm, so I'm like listening here, and I just all of a sudden I'm like, whoa. Um, oh, by the uh, way, wasn't the best date. Oh you were, it was, ooh, damn. No, it wasn't a good. Oh, date. let's unwrap that Yo, later. Well, yeah, I, I, had to get out. Of, <laughs> I needed, I need to get out of there a little bit. Actually, I prefer not to talk.
1: About it. Okay, fine. We don't got to talk about it. Yeah, Yo, it's you. <laughs> okay. It's you. We don't. <laughs>
0: well, either way, I. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah.
1: Wait, wait. Can we talk about it off air? of course yeah, yeah, yeah all right
0: yeah, All right. Yeah, carry on carry okay on. uh so so i hear his voice and you know i'm like kevin right? oh my god and he, and he didn't hear me and i'm like i'm like that's that's fucking kevin i'm i'm like uh, he's my friend he's right over there and just, so like you want to go over and say hi i'll go kevin kevin korea you know call off for him and and then i don't think he even responded but you know he, he looked at me for a second and then it was like oh hey so i walked over and i said hi and i met his wife for the first time so you met
1: you met me yeah that's yeah. awesome mm-hmm.
0: yeah i, I like them
1: they fun no they're a very around. good couple yeah i'm very uh-huh. happy to see them together mm-hmm. i've known kevin a long time mm-hmm. by far and away the best relationship he's ever been in i'm glad it worked out this way me too hell yeah yeah have you met their? You haven't met their kid yet, have no, you? Oh, no. Oh, dude, he's yet. awesome. Yeah. Dude, he's awesome. Was
0: he just on this cute little? He's just in he a fun. good mood,
1: man. Yeah. He's just always in a good mood, <laughs> and he laughs a lot. Okay. Because you know, Kevin's his dad. Uh huh. Does, so. does he laugh like Kevin? I mean, dude, he's like ten months old. Oh, okay. He's just like ah, 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 at this point,
0: <laughs> he's trying to laugh like Kevin. He probably, probably hears it. Can you just... imagine? Oh, no, dude, that'd uh, be a nightmare. It's gonna go viral. Oh it's... my <laughs> god. <laughs> He needs he needs to record that. You need to record that. That would be yeah. hilarious, actually, <laughs> if he picks up his last. Yeah, agreed. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. Well, either way, uh, Kevin talked about me, and we had... Uh, who else we dropped with me? Do you remember?
1: Uh, I'm trying to think up an example right now. You were referenced quickly in... Jesus, was it Burkowski's podcast? I, I think. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. we are be on Let's about that. Yeah, exactly. But...
0: Respect everybody. Love you all. I honestly I like all your friends. Good people.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah. that I, uh-huh. that's why you're friends with my friends. Yeah. You know, yeah. No,
0: friends like other
1: friends. That's true. Birds with a feather. All the ducks are swimming oh, in the water. Uh, I agree. Shout out to John Goldberg for that one. Really um, he sees when he says that? <laughs> no, you know that song? <laughs> the All the Ducks are Swimming in the Water. <laughs> you ever you ever heard that song? No, you definitely But it heard sounds like song. something
0: John Goldberg would Play,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he has yeah, the yeah, he has yeah, the yeah. best playlists in the world. He's got a great mix. Uh-huh. I've always said yeah. there are two people who I feel like actually have like have such a good blend of music. I let him soundtrack my life. Mm-hmm. John Goldberg's one. Yeah,
0: when he was I think thirteen or twelve or something around there, uh, right coming of age sort of thing. His uncle gave him like a terabyte of music. Yeah, of and of everything, and he went through every single one of them, and he like picked the ones that he liked and what was good music and what was bad. And I mean. And then from there, he transferred all to his iPod. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's man. been... He would be a good DJ, I've, I've, I think. Honestly, I haven't seen him in public do it, but you know, you never know.
1: Never know. Yeah. Well, there you go, John Goldberg. Yeah. little plug for you, buddy. Uh-huh. But speaking of plugs. Yeah. Let's talk about you.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I wanted to get it talk about your artwork for a while, but before we got to mm-hmm. your artwork, I actually want to touch on your business. Now, sure. you're a licensed massage therapist. Yes. How long have you been a licensed massage therapist? For two years. Two fucking mm-hmm. years. So how many people have you touched Oof, so a lot
0: of people <laughs> <laughs> like to the point it's like 20 a week sort of thing Woo! yeah it's like, yeah, it's, it's a busy a work amount. man yeah it's busy work it's weird work too very strange it's like are your
1: hands yeah. so strong now that you like you like chop your veggies with like karate chops you'd
0: think but it not it really. doesn't work that way no no it's, it's a Dang. full body motion it's like
1: you know i was considering it up until i realized you can't karate chop veggies oh, oh yeah yeah
0: is doing that one of those. Can you imagine? Yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> save a lot of money on civil work. But uh-huh. go on, please.
0: Reminds me of friends when Ross is has rolling talking trucks off this old man's back because he doesn't want to touch him. I don't recall no, this uh, episode. Okay, whatever. Sorry. Yeah, Phoebe. Phoebe is like taking people at, um, at Ross's apartment because she has nowhere to bring people for massage appointments.
1: It's, did Did you not realize that I didn't tell you that? I don't know this episode.
0: Oh, I yeah, know. I'm so explaining. You explaining it to, to me? me? Yeah. Fine. All right, keep
1: going. <laughs> <And> so. <laughs>
0: And so Phoebe, uh, she she's not there, and this beautiful woman comes to the door, and and Ross is like, "Hi," he goes, "I'm I'm we're here for the massage," he goes, "Oh, uh, you know," but and he's thinking to himself, mm, hot "Massage this beautiful woman," and so he's like, "All right, yeah, come on in." And so she looks down the hallway and she calls her like grandpa, and it's like this old uh, like crusty old the band. old bait and switch the exactly. Old and switch. So okay. then he sits on the table and he doesn't know what to do. So he's got like these. These like salad bowl, like prongs, and he's just like poking the guy, and like oh, rolling trucks up his back, God. and you know he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> I loved it. It was good. They, I friends, got a bunch of good massage jokes in it. But is
1: that a thing? Do do massage people keep track of what sitcoms make massage jokes? Uh, no, that's
0: just my thing. Is that a because... thing? Is there like right. a
1: subreddit of you guys, <laughs> like massage therapist memes? You know, I don't
0: go on Reddit, so I have no idea. You
1: don't go on Reddit? No. There's probably a whole subreddit for massage therapists. There's probably a whole subreddit on Friends. There's definitely a subreddit on Friends. And, hell is yeah, and yeah. it's probably huge.
0: Uh, there's. Cheers!
1: Netflix paid, I think, what was it, hundred million dollars. Uh huh. Do you know how much money the cast of Friends is making right now? how much dick i don't know oh. but a lot yeah <laughs> like they, it's a hundred million dollars to be on netflix they have the they're best already show. being rerun on like eight mm-hmm. different networks on cable television mm-hmm. they're taking over the fucking world it is the best show no it is not yes it is no it is not
0: <laughs> what you are why is that why is that what is the best show
1: what is not friends <laughs> not friends not friends i could say that confidently all
0: right you know what I think I think everyone Seinfeld. has Seinfeld.
1: Everybody loves Raymond. Yo, yo, they're good shows. Yo, they're Friends good shows, but they're was...
0: not heartwarming like I needed to come see this show.
1: Friends cannot even touch. Everybody loves Raymond. You Do you me? understand? Uh, don't get
0: me wrong. I love everybody's Do Rose. you understand? Me. Trust me, I love Raymond. But you are a maniac. Friends is another level. Another level. It's Another level. Yeah. Mhm. <laughs> sorry Wow. hate to tell you <laughs> I don't know I'm so I'm, I dude, don't know, know, what? I know, you, know what? What? you know what I'm just here's here okay here, let's take this I'm a okay direction. with disagreeing John yeah, exactly. Robinson you know, I'm okay with disagreeing this whole
1: world this whole world is I think your opinion sucks <laughs> but that's just another <laughs> hey, opinion of mine uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> hey dude we have
0: we have stories and I love tell. friends yeah I'm we... not
1: knocking friends but you, you know Ray Romano. <laughs> you know George Costanza. <laughs> yeah. The uh-huh. fuck out of here! You're not even the best show of your decade. No. Get real. Okay. Can we, we we've just we've just like, great got a
0: peace over the fact that you like one show and I like this other show. Yeah, I know. I'm just no, having fun. No, I understand that. No, but I think there's something special here we can talk about. Okay, fine. You know, Go ahead, dig.
1: Go diff- for it. Break out the shovel. Yeah.
0: You know, there's stories that call to certain people. And stories that
1: call to other people. You know, I'll tell you, you know. You know what? In speaking of that, yeah. Do you remember the episode where Monica stuffs all the shit in one closet? Yeah. It's like, oh, she's such a neat freak, but no, she really just has a, like a growing pile of chaos that she's shoving away. Exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. That was a great episode. Ch-
0: Chandler finds out, and he's all like, "Can I? Can I put stuff in it?" And he's like, yeah. "She's like, no, I'm afraid you're gonna mess it up." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. I was actually I was watching that episode like two days ago, three days ago. sorry man I'm telling you it's my my favorite show it's a
1: good show yeah I guess Uh it's a good show but I'm just I'm just sad that it's it's, it's getting a... so much more praise on my podcast than Seinfeld and everybody loves Raymond and uh-huh. I just don't think that's fair. It's a good
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's my go-to, you know, if I need something to watch, if I'm if I'm bored, if I'm just, you know what I mean, it's like something it's i It's comfortable. On it's a very yeah. comfortable
1: watch. Yeah,
0: and the... it's like they these you develop you see the relationships that they have with, with each other and the Oh yeah, they're friends. Yeah, and that's why it's so special because it doesn't matter what part of the story you're coming in, it doesn't matter what yeah, it doesn't
1: matter. You have a good chance of turning on the TV, mm-hmm. and you'll see one of six of them complaining about their date.
0: Yeah. No. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> yes. Sometimes. Yeah, no. no. Like eighty percent. Yeah. This is not time. how I met your mother. Like 80% That's, that's, that's of more. The time. That's more or less how I met your mother.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a lot of things. Uh huh. But uh-huh. it's it friends a lot. But listen, let's uh, let's let's go back to you touching people. Sure. Um, <laughs> what call you to massage therapy? It's actually a pretty good story. Please.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I was, I was a janitor for a while. Uh, you know, working for the school system, and did you like it? I, you know, I, it was very repetitive work. You know, it, and it, I was surrounded by people that I, I, didn't necessarily want to be around or turn into in the future. You know, like you know, you are the people that you spend the most time with, and you spend yes. ten hours with some people that you know that you have no nothing in common with and you start to feel pretty discouraged about being around uh and uh you know they moved me up to maintenance and i was putting the football field lines on the soccer ball field lines on and it was a good job honestly it was probably one of the better jobs to have uh in no
1: it's a it's a great job The district yeah dude absolutely Uh especially around here in new york absolutely
0: yeah i was i was making a lot of money uh, but I, I had no passion for it. You know, I did no real.
1: Drive. It was just work. Yeah. It was just uh-huh. work.
0: And so I. And you John know, Robinson wanted something more. Exactly. And I felt that if I made this decision in my heart and my gut, you know, my spirit told me, there's no way. This is it. This is not it. So I stopped, and I. Uh, <laughs> I went on a vacation, for like two weeks to for the, to this camp. Where I was a working vacation, you know. I was like a counselor. That's wild. Yeah, and, you know, and I, I felt like something was going to happen on this trip. So, but nothing did, you know. And the counseling ended, and I was supposed to be back on Sunday. But it ended on Saturday, so I'm thinking to myself, I got like a whole day, 24 hours. I'm just gonna drive around upstate New York and just find things. So, you know, I go and I, I find the rivers and the lakes and I'm, I'm drawing and painting. I'm picking up rocks and I'm doing a whole bunch of shit. And, uh, I actually went skidding dipping at one point.
1: Right on, brother. Yeah, dude. It was right like, on. it was
0: one of those like, I am god. It's your goddamn planet. It's exactly. your goddamn planet. Uh-huh. And it was totally secluded. It was upstate New York. Exactly. No one, no one around. Until there was people
1: around. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> come on.
0: Yeah, there was a white water rafting crew coming
1: down at one point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tell me they saw you. No, yeah, they saw me. They do. They walk right by me. They... Tell me they saw everything.
0: No, I was under the water. I mean, so mm. if they did, it was probably like a mirage
1: sort of thing. They didn't know. They probably didn't. Eh, You're way. probably good. You're just dude, chilling. I, yeah, You're just a dude chilling. exactly. Good In the you. middle of nowhere. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but... It worked out. Hell yeah. Um, and I, uh, you know, I so I left and I found this like pizza place like ad on the side of like the parkway. So I go off, I drive a couple miles down the road and I stop by this little town. Walk into the pizza place. It's not a pizza place. It's like an Italian like restaurant. Right. White cloths and I smell like the river I just jumped in. My this was back when my hair was all wild and shit too. So yeah, was, yeah, I recall. Like, I recall. I looked, I looked like a like a caveman. You know, I was not. Proper, I wasn't gonna sit down for a fifty dollar meal <laughs> at an Italian restaurant looking like this. So you know, I was like, you know what? I'll either starve or I'll find somewhere else. I mean, there's I'm upstate. I'll find some. So I walk down the street and I find a crystal fair, like a healing place, uh, and they've got all these beautiful geodes. You know, size of the wall, and you know, it's uh, you know, it's very impressive. You know, I I couldn't believe it and. One of the points uh, of my trip, I picked up a rock, and with this rock, it had a, uh, like, a crystal pattern inside of it.
1: Kid well, you not.
0: I know. And so I, I asked the owner of the store what it was, and she said it was petrified coal. What? Yeah, it was like some sort of petrified wood or something. Uh, wow. Yeah. And so I'm thinking... Interesting. This is really cool. So, you know, I get to talking to her, and she was a pretty interesting person, and... She invited me to dinner, upon me telling her my story about how I got there. Uh, so I, you know, enjoying dinner with her and her friends, and her friends are all massage therapists. That's everywhere. hilarious. Yeah.
1: Wait. So where in upstate New York? Um, it was close to Boulder. Okay. Yeah. Where's that? What county? Oh, I don't. I don't. You have know. no idea. Is it yeah, like upstate, dude. upstate New York? It was upstate. Like we're upstate. talking yeah, four I'm, hours. I'm talking about the mountains. Catskills. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Carry on.
0: Uh, so I, uh, something at this dinner and they're talking all about this beautiful stuff, you know, about consciousness and energy and
1: the body. Talking and... about the good stuff.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And I, uh, I honestly, I was, I felt really, I felt like these were my people. You know, like these
1: kindred spirits. Exactly.
0: And, and, and I, I, I wound up going home after that and I started learning more. Next thing you know what, I'm, I'm back in massage school I'm doing my thing and I'm learning more and, and more and more and I've dedicated my entire life to just the body, the mind and the spirit. Are you still in touch with those people from upstate? Sadly not. I wish I was and I I had a I I had written down my address and in the like in the email list mm-hmm. but they didn't they didn't contact me. I, I guess uh, the, they didn't use the book. or whatever yeah hey
1: either way
0: you know i have a yeah you took what you took i have a special part of my life and i think that's that's good
1: that is good yeah well it led you down this path to get you where you are now Mm -hmm. it was a catalyst
0: yeah and maybe never know maybe one day i'll be driving upstate i'll pass by and i'll see crystal fair you (laughs) you know what i mean and i can just be like hi
1: stop by and just see never know sometimes never know
0: things happen in that way synchronicities you know there's things going. Sort of you know,
1: life isn't just an episode of Friends, J. Rob. Oh yeah, <laughs> you, you think that? No, 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 미안, <laughs> <I'm>
0: kidding, <laughs> no. The, yeah, this could be the case. You know, there's certain stories that really are so tuned in to certain people. That well, they,
1: you start. You've, you've been they. You've been trying to brand yourself as a storyteller lately, haven't you? I mean, you've been reading live stories on Facebook. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, let me ask you, you're doing that on Facebook. Uh, what other platforms are you doing that on? Just Facebook. Just Facebook? Yeah. Do you have plans to eventually move that to any other platform?
0: I've thought about it. Okay. Um, I, uh, I only have the phone right now. Uh, my computer is not very good for um, much of anything. I'm not really good with computer stuff, to be honest. And as of right now, I'm just enjoying just reading the stories.
1: <laughs> That's fair. Yeah.
0: yeah uh, you know, and like... I know how Facebook works. So if
1: anybody listening is a Facebook friend mm-hmm. of yours, how can they watch you do your stories? They just log on at, like, what time?
0: Uh, 7 o'clock. Uh, 7 p.m. mostly, uh, when I'll do it. Uh, live on uh, the short stories for the young and the
1: old. Well, let me ask you, cool. why? Why do this? Is why? it just because you enjoy it, or is there something else to it?
0: I think that there is a lack of well-told stories in our society, to be honest.
1: Are you thinking about anything in specific when you say that?
0: Um, I think there are certain movies um, and certain ways in which we intake media uh, that are not really good stories. I mean, like some of the video games that I've
1: played, honestly, just the stories are shit. What's the last shit video game story you saw? And what's the last shit movie or TV show story you saw? Okay. uh... Give me an example of what shit is to you. I imagine it means propagating a bad message or something you don't dis- you you agree with. Uh, not I wouldn't say
0: a bad message. It's like a message that doesn't um, that you can't really connect to. You know, like earlier we were talking about Wreck It Ralph the second one. Yes, you know, like that.
1: I felt like they really dropped the ball on that. Yes, exactly. They completely really spit is... spit on the morality of the first film. Mm-hmm. But
0: yeah, there's certain uh, environments where a company will take a certain franchise or a type of idea that will make money and they will just pump out entertainment
1: absolutely they'll throw
0: in explosions or they'll put in some characters that they'll really have no it. business being there
1: yeah they'll michael bay it bro. exactly
0: yeah and, and not only that but there are some things that some parts of stories that are that people need to hear
1: you know so come on tell, tell me about what was there a story you mm-hmm. watched that made made you start thinking this way like where did this come from
0: I started reading a book called The Use of Enchantment by uh, Bruno Bettelheim. Uh, Okay. It's it's basically a a book on child psychology and how fairy tales interact with how children grow and develop and are prepared for the existential lives that they're about to live. Um, And it opened my mind up completely to the power of what stories are and, you know,
1: So do you fear that, I guess what you say, the mainstream uh, story being displayed in theaters, displayed on Netflix, displayed on video game consoles, Mm -hmm. are you afraid that they're going down a bad road and you're trying to tip the scales in another direction?
0: I mean, everyone's doing their part, you know, I like I can only do so much. Uh, As of right now, I'm kind of just I like my voice. You know, I think I, I think I have a good calming voice. And I think I can use that in a, in a way that uh, not only in, intrinsic values for me with the morality that I'm reading throughout each story, but eventually when I get good at telling stories, I'll be able to tell my own stories as well as tell the stories that I've been reading.
1: Okay, so I can there's tell no... it to my own
0: children, you know, even yeah. if you know this doesn't even become anything societally. You know, I can I can pass it on.
1: No, really exactly. Nice. No, okay. So yeah. you're simply doing it uh-huh. for, like, and to no discredit of your own, for self serving purposes because you love it, you enjoy it, so you're mm-hmm. just going to do it. Exactly. Okay.
0: And, and if it seems to catch somebody's ear along the way, so be it. Okay.
1: Yeah. Good for you. Mm-hmm. What kind of stories are you reading?
0: Uh, lately, uh, 1001 Nights.
1: Yeah, you've talked to me about this book before. Yeah, uh, man. It's... Would you recommend it to people? Without a doubt. Yeah? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, name. If I were listening and you recommended One Thousand and One Nights, name some other book or piece of media that if they like that, you think it means they'd like A Thousand and One Nights. All
0: right. Well, A Thousand and One Nights is set in Asia, uh, in Europe. Uh, And there is so there's a lot of like the Sahara Desert and like, you know, genies and like, you know. Generally people who are into gen- like genies from like, you know, Disney, yep, or something or these big mystical stories that that we generally know from Disney, uh would be interested in in reading 1001 Nights. Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. So any fascination with the mythological or uh fairy tale style story. Yeah, or just general adventure.
0: It. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Man. And it, and it's told in a really great way where you know, like some stories they'll they'll sort of drag events out where like one whole chapter is dealing with an entire event that happened. And it's like fifty pages. Okay. You know? Now these stories are told in the sense where like after two lines, three lines, the next event is happening. And then the next event is happening. And it just it it's so engaging. It's it's honestly I I find these stories beautiful.
1: Well, you're definitely really into it, man, because you've been glowing the whole time. You've been talking about Uh it, so I'll give it to you. And
0: they tell them over and over and over again. These stories have been told thousands of times. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, we
1: both read, you know, The Hero with a Thousand Faces. We know we're Uh seeing the same story propagate itself again again and again and again. Mm -hmm. Joseph Campbell's brilliant. Joseph Campbell's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Combine him with Carl Jung. It's dangerous, man. It'll change the way you see the world. Agreed, yeah. That's why it'll be unsettling while you read it, and that's, I guess, what a lot of people don't get. Agreed it's enough. like it's an unsettling read like mm-hmm. you think it's gonna be cool because you're learning about like dream interpretation and you're learning about things like the psychological effects of you know mythological upbringings like having yeah. a religion and stuff like that um and a lot of people think that's gonna be fun but it's like no it's like no. yeah it's the it's pocket's life. deep on both ends mm-hmm.
0: and it comes at you
1: yeah and whether you like it. Or oh not. it comes alive because then you go to sleep
0: mm-hmm. yeah you know mm-hmm. man yeah, you know, and this I have seen I've only seen this form occur in one other way, and it's and it's in a lot more extreme sort of way, mm-hmm. and sort of a shamanistic sort of way.
1: No shit.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, where you know the person is goes on a journey, um, either with a shaman or into the wilderness, or um, it it's it's a way of. It's a way of like being so, in tune with what your problems are or what your inner shadows and demons are mm-hmm. you face them directly oh yeah yeah like that's essentially what the shaman does well you know he'll he'll bring you down this trip where you face all the internal struggles that you've you've had and are and are having and it it's uh, I've, I've i've listened to a few people talk about it and you know i haven't shamans
1: yeah what kind of shamans where that where are they
0: <laughs> brazil brazil uh you know they're they are a couple in mexico so you go
1: down to brazil uh-huh. And going to take a walk with this shaman. And going to have a existential experience. Is this ayahuasca, Jarob? It's
0: one of the things <laughs> that you can do. It's one of the things you can do. But I'm not I'm not in, interested in the drug. I'm interested in the journey. You know, the, that, that real, like, facing.
1: Well, this is why maybe you could talk about this. You went to the desert a couple summers. What was it, last summer? Yeah. You went yeah. to the desert? Mm-hmm. And... Basically, correct if I'm wrong. You went there to have an experience just like this—to have some kind of adventurous experience where you were brought to the extreme, so you had to face your inner demons.
0: Mm-hmm. I did, and I'm telling you, it's—it's it's a very real thing. Oh, I believe and it. This of course, is, and this is what we read about in stories. It is incredible. <laughs> Honestly, I was just reading it a couple days ago. I had a uh, wrote in my book, my journal. Yeah. about it like each day my experience um which by the way my storytelling completely complete completely changed yeah yeah uh reading back from then um but there was this one moment where i was i was sitting under a tree and uh, you know the, the and i must have passed out or something because i don't remember much and i just remember being in like in total like solitude and silence and like comfort you know, like I didn't feel hungry. I didn't feel like hot or I was, you know, I wasn't eating. And where else was my third day? It, it was like I was very so, uncomfortable. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait! You didn't eat for three days straight.
0: Yeah, essentially. Yeah, I uh, I had four days uh, of no eating, uh, four nights, four days and four nights actually, uh, in the desert uh, with no f- no food and about two gallons of water. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was intense. I uh, what was that
1: descent from eating like uh
0: it was it was uh you know it was not bad, but I like to go into the my story i was I was telling you a little bit earlier, go for it please. uh the so you know, sitting under the tree and you know the sun was being down me, I didn't feel uncomfortable. It was like the first uncomfortable non uncomfortable experience that I had, and i I remember hearing this all encompassing voice, it was like this like this woman. And she says everything is innocent. I, I I like I came out of it and I was just I was so I was at peace for a second and then I, I got really angry. I started screaming just like fuck you You know, it's just, it's everywhere. And it was it was a very emotional experience. Honestly, I like I like I'm still I'm feeling a little bit right now about it. Just yeah, no, I believe it. it. I believe it. Um but uh it makes sense to me. You know, I really understand it uh, now. You now there's a there was a a book I was reading uh, with uh, Joseph Campbell, the uh, Myths to Live By, uh, and one and one of the chapters he talks of this uh, this God that part of the story, of course, um, that pretty much creates the weather and the environments and all experiences for man. You know, it's it's like one of those like you know african not african-american but you know uh indian sort of uh gods uh but uh i wish i knew the name but either way i i that's what I sort of where i related it to you know it, in when you're in those spaces of like pure um like suffering and and tribulation it it speaks to you you know and that's what people go for they go for visions they go to connect with their ancestors. That, that you know, of course, a lot of what I'm talking about is is mythological, mm-hmm. in fact. But, um, but for the person, you know, for the story that they're telling themselves and living through, it's very, very real, and has profound effects on their mental and emotional states. And that's why, and that's why I think it's so important that people need to listen to these stories, because if they if they recognize it, if they if they come in terms with it, they can. They can bring themselves down these sort of paths and learn what they need to learn in life to progress instead of being numb and stuck into the TV and whatever's next, you know, and whatever have, they have to do next according to whatever society standards are. I mean, living is a total nothing. So, benefit. I
1: mean, well, look, look, you said sitting in front of the TV, right? You said yeah. sitting in front of the TV. Uh-huh. What if... The TV is how they get these life-enriching stories. And you, know, you
0: can, you no, know, yeah, which I which I agree. Because I was
1: going to say, you're doing a Facebook stream. Someone's got to look at you uh-huh. through a screen to get these stories. Yeah. You know?
0: But, you know, there's a time when it becomes so excessive that you're not living. your your story. Well, you're yeah, just it's too busy.
1: Too much input, not enough output.
0: Yeah, you're just watching other stories.
1: Yeah. And, oh, I get that and, completely. And
0: it's probably existentially satisfying because you're seeing it happen, you know? But you're not engaging with it. It's not happening to you. You know, it's like it's happening to some friend in a far off place. Interesting, nonetheless, but.
1: Well, it's like, it's like you're not experiencing it firsthand. You're empathetically experiencing it. Mm -hmm. It's like you're capable of putting yourself in a character's shoes, but you're not really there having the experience. Exactly. And the absence of that Mm -hmm. experience. And honestly, that's the funny thing is the more you go out there and the more you actually experience, Mm -hmm. the better it is to look upon these stories share these experiences with you mm-hmm. you know so it makes watching like t- watching TV gets better when you go out there and do TV-like things exactly and then you come home and you're like oh that's the TV-like thing I did uh-huh yeah <laughs> yeah hell you don't even, in layman's terms yeah
0: or not even give a fuck you saw it on TV be like hey exactly. Who I share? actually
1: experienced this shit yeah man. that too yeah like that's real <laughs> oh don't be elitist now <laughs> well you're gonna disenfranchise uh, the
0: insecure I guess you're right but <laughs> That wasn't my my general intention. <laughs> oh, I
1: understand. I understand.
0: <laughs> go out, do things. <laughs> yes, do things. People. Yes, put your put yourself on the on the. Do things. Uh, Fuck it. You know. Uh huh. Yeah. Feel what you need to do next. I think it has a lot to do with your spirit, your well, heart. Let's go do some
1: shit. Take a walk yeah. around the block. You know. Start a fucking podcast. You mm-hmm. know. Go bowling. Just yeah. fucking do shit. Either
0: way, if you're doing something and it doesn't feel right, don't do it just i don't know like, about that really? well i
1: mean i guess it would depend on what you mean by feel right okay yeah it's hard to describe really, you know because discomfort can be right correct that can be the right suffering, feeling suffering yeah is necessary yeah you yeah, know uh-huh. that's kind of what i'm getting at
0: uh-huh. i was i'm talking more don't of avoid... like a okay go ahead
1: i would say don't avoid suffering no oh, yeah. like some people uh-huh. have like an attitude to like it's almost like they're like like their mission statement is just to avoid suffering Mm-hmm. And I think it's a poor mission statement because I think the whole point of being a human is that we found out that if you sacrifice the the present for the future, uh-huh. it would benefit the future. Yep. You know, and that requires suffering. Sacrifice requires suffering. And if you're going to avoid suffering, then you're going to avoid sacrifice. And if you're going to avoid sacrifice, you're going to avoid growth. You're going to avoid rebirth. progress, rebirth. You're yeah. not going to be a phoenix.
0: This is the story of Jesus, the story of Buddha. This is the story of all these great This is the thinkers. story of
1: Luke Skywalker. Yeah. This is the story of Darth Vader. Regardless, yeah,
0: this is that.
1: Peter Parker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of them.
0: <laughs> <You> Sora. <laughs> it's clever, it's honestly. Clever. Yeah, and, and we. Well, there's that's the reason we important. love seeing
1: it, though. Yeah. That's the reason we love seeing it because it's a story of evolution. Uh-huh. You know, we're watching something evolve. Yes. Be it the characters, be it the world the characters are in, mm-hmm. you know? But watching yourself evolve? Not even just watching yourself dude. evolve. Evolving, dude. Yep. That's what that's what I think exercise is such a great simulation for. Mm-hmm. It's such a simulation for growth. It's such a simulation for this, like, exactly what we're talking about. Having, like, experiencing shit. Like, if, if you don't have it at your disposal to travel to Taiwan, or you don't have it at your disposal to, you know, start your own business. Mm-hmm exercise can be a like super yeah. enriching it's, experience it's got really dude. good psychological benefits yeah dude yeah. you know it's a great place to start mm-hmm. and then from there you know more roads kind of open up to of course you.
0: you can do the same thing with
1: meditation absolutely yeah you know, there's many ways to like, practice the way
0: yeah, yeah so yeah.
1: fucking tai chi yeah go learn fucking learn to play pool uh-huh. like, you know, any activity whatever honestly, it is any
0: man. sort of thing that you're doing
1: whatever mellows uh-huh. you out well it doesn't necessarily need to mellow you out or st- hyper stimulates no, you it
0: feels right
1: Exactly. It could be many things. It could passion. be stimulation. Could yes. be mellow. Whatever your passion. Uh-huh. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you live it. <laughs> nah, you gotta. You gotta learn to like mm-hmm. exhibit passion somewhere in your life, even for just an hour a day. Something. Yeah. Something, man. Because mm-hmm. it's. Then what are you living it's for? It's like food, man. You living for money, so you can buy things? Well here so like, here here. So here. you could
0: throw them out five years later and buy them more thanks.
1: Well here's here's my thing. If we wanna if we want to talk about people who get a lot of joy from material items. Uh-huh. I mean, is it wrong? Like if their if their dream is to have the fucking Lambo? Is it wrong if their dream is to have the fucking like
0: vintage Corvette? Uh it's not wrong, but there are like, stories. Are they, is
1: there no way they can be enriched it's by that? Not that's wrong. What, that's what I'm asking. It's
0: not wrong, but if there are stories that
1: tell this, how well, it plays out. Okay, so yeah. you're, t- you're telling me the archetype of someone who loves cars, Mm-hmm. never mind, that's a poor way of putting it. The archetype of somebody who saves up money to buy a material object never pans out well? Is that what you're saying?
0: Uh, I'm saying there are some archetypes where good things pan out, and some archetypes where bad things pan out, you know? There could be Midas, you know, where everything touched turns to gold, Yep. and now uh, you have no one in your life that you can really touch and be close to, because you've
1: pretty much You change everything you touch.
0: Exactly. You're not you're not living. Exactly. You're not having real experiences. You're just you're just you're not eating. You know, you're not experiencing what you're having. It's just gold. It's just money. And you're just you're just creating a life surrounded around. Well here's my thing man. Here's my
1: thing. What if somebody what Mm -hmm. if somebody what if the most enriching thing to somebody is to pursue money because with that money they'd be able to raise a family securely. And what if that's their truest passion? Well, then is
0: the pursuit of money so bad? And in that scenario, it's a totally different story. No, that's not the pursuit of money. That is taking care of your family. Well, that's what money's for. Which is a so I think what story. You're, so it's, Okay,
1: so I think what you're saying is pursuing money for just the sake of money, you know? Is, for the power of money and not the, uh-huh. the enrichment of money, not the joy of sharing that money with your family. Regardless, like yeah, yeah.
0: each one of these stories have warnings.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's like we were talking about before. You know, yeah. Carl Jung's work mm-hmm. talked about this all the time, that mm-hmm. there are these archetypes that repeat themselves, their patterns of human behavior. Mm-hmm. And the way to transcend them is to be is to at least pay attention to them. Agreed. Be recognize aware of it. them. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you should be able to recognize a tyrannical father. You should be able to recognize a devouring mother. You know, you should be able to be able to see that play out throughout the society around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. That's why I love this thing so much. Yeah, you no, know, I I understand why yeah. you're doing it, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of fun. And like you said, it's um, yeah. it's a cool skill you could pass on to your mm-hmm. children. But you've always been a storyteller. Yeah. Even with your art, which I wanted to ask you, what do you, what's your, what's your, visual art direction lately? <laughs> lately, uh, I mean, I've, I'm working
0: on this project in Manhattan, just basically just a bunch of mirrors up in a hotel room. Very cool. Uh, yeah, I I kind of want to create a. It's sort of like an internalized experience where you walk. Every time you walk, you just see yourself reflected in different patterns, in different ways. I'm gonna put spackle and lines through it and everything else, and it's an interesting sort of thing. I uh, yeah, it sounds dope. Yeah, you know, I used to. You know, it's hard for me to admit, but I used to not even know who I was. You know, I, I honestly, I felt like I was just a reflection of other people. You know, just doing what I needed to do. Uh, I know it's probably not easy for you to hear, considering you probably. No, I've known. I've known you your whole life, man. Yeah. Uh, no, but like you know, I was there firsthand through this, yeah, so I and, get it. And this room is a lot of like a statement of that. Yeah. You no, know, it's it's. It... And the rooms are 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 pretty, pretty quaint. So I think the mirrors open it up the space a little bit more. But <laughs> either way, you know, I'm gonna put a nice light in the center, and you know, put up a bunch of like different colors on that light bouncing off, and so there it's go. There's going to be a lot of interesting shapes and experience in there
1: it's gonna be good experience. it sounds exciting
0: dude. yeah that and then you know i work on i'm working on illustrations for a book that i that i wrote um this called uh, infinity uh, it's it's about a a man who goes on a journey uh, and he meets these animals that encompass certain emotions uh and he has conversations with him and there's there's some sort of resolution, um, but uh, I will leave that to people who will read it possibly one day or listen to me tell it, <laughs> because I I'm definitely I definitely would like to tell it online, uh, so you can f- hopefully one day you guys can find that. I'll, I, you know I'll, I'll give a blast out to anybody who knows. Maybe I'll let you know. Yeah, absolutely. No, you uh-huh. let us
1: know when you want to debut mm-hmm. something like that. We'll have you on here. We'll let the people know about it. Love to. Hell yeah, dude. Cool. And. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. So you know, I think think the illustrations will work well with that. And uh, other than that, I I'll go out and I'll do a landscape drawing, or I'll I'll have a picture in my mind of something I would want to draw, and I'll just go ahead. and you know, it's it's for me.
1: I hear you, dude. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, I enjoy it. That's good. Now you have an Instagram, Jr. Lineman. Is that where people can find your art? You can. Yeah. Okay, so they are lineman. So the lineman has something to do with art. I, I, I take it. Line. You're a line yeah. man. I'm you a like line draw, man. You, you like uh, to draw lines? Never play football. You're not like really? a football <laughs> lineman? I don't know, man. You look like you do offensive tackle for the Giants right now. Really? Yeah, they yeah. suck. Oh uh, okay, fine. It ah. beats me. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm just I'm just teasing. The Eagles suck too, man. You know, I always they saw myself one. as like a wide receiver,
0: you know. Wide receiver? Uh uh-huh. mm. fast, you
1: know? I've Got good hands. We'll call it special teams. Special teams, oh, sure, whatever. All right, glad. Yeah. So we know where to play. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, uh huh. You are a passionate slow pitch softball player. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I enjoy myself. Enjoy yeah, yourself. I do.
0: Yeah. I I, I feel a little bit of like a hippie up on the mound. You definitely uh, are. Yeah. If there's
1: anyone that's the hippie of the league, it's probably you. Without a doubt. Yeah. I uh, I'll give you that. Nice stretch out. You know, bro. You soak up the take rays. Out the sun. You know. I you're throwing the ball you know, up and down. I don't tell
0: anybody on the team this, but I literally like I'll look at a tree in the distance. I'll be like, "This one's for you," or
1: uh, I'll, like, I, "I see you there." Like I got for you. the trees, yeah, dude, I do for the, you're I giving, do for everything. You're giving the trees dude, shout outs.
0: I see a bird, I just like breathe it in. J Rob, you know, I'm, I'm
1: like, I'm like, I'm outside. J Rob, I'm with this. J Rob, let's do it. J Rob, yeah, Do you like? know how many trees have been cut cut down to make baseball bats? Okay. Okay. So what do you think? Dude? So you're 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 mocking, mocking them. them? Yeah. yeah. Like, you're me mocking. You break. know not what you do, uh-huh. Mr. No. Robinson. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. You think
0: trees God got damn. egos? No, trees don't got egos.
1: Trees probably don't, have, don't egos. have egos. <laughs> trees probably <laughs> don't, don't have, have egos. <laughs> yeah. No. But that doesn't make it better or uh-huh. worse.
0: No, it does. It does make things worse. Are you an good. ego elitist? Dude, back when J. Rob, no, are you an ego
1: elitist? Lesson you think for a second. You think you're better no, than your plants? No, bro? I'm not
0: saying you think
1: that. you're better than squirrels.
0: Relax. I'm. This is. The... Do you know anything about squirrels? Wait, you're such a troll right <laughs> now. <then. laughs> I've learned this from from studying a little bit of uh, you know Native American culture. You know they and other you know Native cultures. What they do is they. You've studied them. I have. Yeah. They, they. You know they have a first philosophy with the earth where they take from it because it is abundant you know, and, and then it regrows itself back, you know, and th- but they do it with a respect where they'll say a prayer for the animal they just killed or, or recognize the life that's around them, you know, you know, say, see a squirrel and be like, Hey, what's up, man? You know, just, you know, just give them like a, like a, like you're cool. Like we're good. You know, like everything is, everything is fine. I don't, I mean, to sound crazy, but <laughs> honestly, it makes me feel safe. It makes me feel good to be in this world.
1: And I think that I think that value is enough for it's a me. Beautiful, yeah, it's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah, I'm glad that when you're playing softball, I'm, not, I'm never alone. You know, I'm I may glad. not have people around, but I'm never alone. Bro, why can't why can't you give shout-outs to Brandon Abrams? He's your catcher. Why can't you do it for him? You gotta do Dude. it for the tree. You you can't do it for Brendan Abrams. You kidding me? He's your Are You kidding me? Rock. I give I
0: wish I respect to Brendan a- Abrams on a regular basis.
1: Well, how come you're giving the tree shout outs, but you're not giving Brendan Abrams shout outs? Brendan
0: Abrams, the squirrel, <laughs> and the tree are all on the same level. No offense, Brendan Abrams. Oh Abram. my I, god! Like, I don't. I, might, I know you might take it offense to that. It just dropped. But just in reality, all of life oh. is equal. We are all. The same. It's all good.
1: And this is okay, no a train coming, Okay, Jerob, Jerob there's a train coming. Oh, there's a train. No, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. Yeah, okay, okay. No, we're gonna do this. There's a train. Coming. Sure, sure. And go if on. it goes down this track, uh-huh. the track it's on. If it continues to go down that track, oh, it's, gonna it's gonna hit a yeah, human. It's gonna hit a human that you don't know. Uh huh. And do you know what's on the other track? Mm-hmm. A frog. Okay. But if you pick it up, it's gonna <laughs> give you warts. So okay, Mr. all life is equal. What do you do? What do I do? What do you do? You're gonna save the frog, you're gonna save the fucking human. Or is all life equal? You know We're pack animals, Gerald. Don't I have, deny your extinct. Have an, I have a question dolphin. for you. I have for, a question. Yeah. Please, please. Yeah, fire no, question. Pack. Sorry,
0: I have a I have a, a rebuttal for this. Yeah. This is spoken about and explained in the Bhagavad Gita. Of course. In the in the battle, before Arjuna is about to go into you know, kill the other army. He's feeling doubts. He's feeling guilty.
1: All I ask is that at the end of this Bhagavad Gita excerpt, uh-huh. you answer the question.
0: Okay. No, okay. I will. All I, right, the, all right, all right. This will answer the question. Okay, fair. Go on. He's about to go into battle and about to kill all these people and this this god is, you know, he's telling him, like, everything in the universe is alive, you know, and it, it recycles and it is with it, you know? And, you know, and having respect for that and understanding that is, uh, is, is along the lines of being able to take something's life, you know, regardless of the nature of it. You know, and, and you shouldn't feel bad. You shouldn't have guilt or, uh, or, or feel like a terrible person because. Yes. For you, life to
1: go on, it must consume life. Uh, Su- yes. Such and, is the way of the world. Uh uh-huh. yes. Yeah,
0: and it's just the nature of things. Okay. So choosing the frog and the, and human. the human is not a choice. That what I, are you doing? need to make okay
1: but what are you doing what are you going to choose the frog or are you going to choose the human i don't choose so you're gonna let it hit the human i let it hit anything it hits you let it hit the human Mm -hmm. so so you see the human and you see the frog Mm -hmm. you have a chance to save the human (laughs) you're just gonna let the train hit the human is this right i
0: i would not feel any more or less guilty if it hit the human, if you were able to stop it, I probably would feel like shit. Don't get me wrong. If you were able to stop it's, it, it's bad. But honestly, I wouldn't. It, it's not about stopping. I'm not. I'm it's not like a, about stopping. I'm
1: not. I'm not riding trains with you in Europe, bro.
0: There is. It's a myth that I believe. You know, and it helps me. It's fair.
1: You know, I you, you I, just John, I just think John I just mean, think John Robinson would I, actually I, choose I, the human. That's I, what I think. I, no, I no, think you not choose the human, choosing, dude. It's if not. it was the that my question had everything to do with choosing. Exactly. Excuse me. But
0: that's the that's the problem with it.
1: The problem with the question was that I asked a question.
0: The problem with the question is that it, it involved choosing.
1: But you had the opportunity to save someone's life.
0: Hmm. Did I?
1: Yes, that was part of the question.
0: Because I I had the opportunity to save the frog's life, too. Yes. As much as I had the opportunity to save the bee's life on this planet. And the opportunity to save the human race. As well as the opportunity to save the frog race. Make me sound like a piece of shit, but regardless okay Jared, what video death. games have you been playing Death is death dude and <laughs> rebirth comes from it I you know, I know pe- oh people might God. judge me for this because there's a, a bit of a a, a human like eth- ethnocentrism. I forgot what the word is for it when you you know you think humans are better than everything else but it's not something I believe
1: I don't think you have to believe humans are better than everything else that's to want should... to save a fellow human being
0: uh okay so if that's the case if you're living with that um then why didn't you choose the frog
1: because i believe the loss of that human being will have greater replications than the loss of that frog really i believe that if that's a daddy frog and that daddy frog died mm-hmm. i'm sure his froggy family uh-huh. would have some feelings about it but if that daddy human died and had daddy human had a daddy wife and daddy kids. Uh-huh. I think the pain felt by that by that daddy's wife and kids would be absolutely dreadful mm-hmm. because human beings have the capacity to sink that low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The froggy family, they'll be a little sad, but they'll they're gonna carry on and they're gonna do their thing. This is something that can traumatize a family. So if you ask me, yeah, I, I saved the human. I save that human. I think you prevent earlier. more suffering by saving the human. Okay, so earlier... And maybe earlier, I'm wrong.
0: I don't know. Earlier we were talking about... Um, I could go two different ways with this to rebuttal your argument. Uh, we were talking about how suffering is necessary sometimes. Suffering is absolutely you know? necessary. And so it, we are not saying that the suffering of the family would be a, a bad thing. I mean, it is, don't get me wrong. It's a terrible thing to experience. Trust me. I know. But... We can go into the nature of good and bad and how there is no such thing. But regardless, um, that's that's one thing. Another conversation for another, another day. Another conversation. Now, you all, your other another direction I can go with this is that saving this human will prevent
1: Profound more suffering. sadness
0: Profound sadness. What if this human was a really bad person? Sorry, not a person who created suffering for other people post.
1: Being hit by the train. What if he? Was, well, you're a spiritual person. He, hold on. What hold if, on. if he
0: started genocide?
1: I, that's a great rebuttal. Now yeah. you're you're a spiritual person, you know, right? And the frogs not start a genocide. You're a spiritual person, right? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. There. Don't most maybe religious doctrines. You never know. <laughs> don't most religious doctrines, <laughs> uh-huh. along with our country's doctrine, require that you assume the person is good before you assume they're guilty of wrongdoing. Um, yeah, but... That's where the whole innocent before proven guilty presumption comes uh-huh. from. Yeah. You should operate, and this is mm-hmm. what many spiritual texts will tell you, and many religions tell you, operate under the presumption that your fellow person is good. Uh-huh. If they are bad, you have to let them prove they are bad.
0: Uh-huh. And my philosophy of all life being equal includes that as well. With okay. animals and plants.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So you yeah. believe... So you you would just let... So just want to be clear. Mm-hmm. You would just let the people die because you think you have would, no right. Would, you have no right to do anything. Yeah,
0: I would accept that it's it is the nature of the universe and that. Um,
1: Jared, if there's an asteroid coming. Are you just going to accept that it's the nature of the universe? Yeah. You wouldn't be part of Team Human. Hey, let's try and stop it. You'd be like, Nah, guys, this is the will of the universe. It wants the asteroid to come and kill us. Everyone, chill. Um, We're done.
0: Okay, for okay for one thing, I'm not God, so I wouldn't be able to
1: but you uh, wouldn't want to choose... do something about it. You would just let it happen because it's the will of well, the universe. In this
0: scenario, I'm the human on the track and the train is the asteroid. And so I would struggle. I would move. I'd try to get out of the track as soon as possible. So yeah, yeah, I would want the ast- asteroid destroyed. Hands down. But I'm not I'm not the guy in the in the train. You know?
1: Yeah, you're the guy on the planet who sees the asteroid. Yeah, coming. I'm on
0: the track. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely struggling. I'm getting that asteroid
1: out of there. So how come uh, the will of the universe applies when it's not happening to you? But when it's happening to you, you want to resist. Um, um So, essentially,
0: I, I'm acknowledging the fact that I'm not God. Uh, and that I am living a story. I'm, I am living a life that... I'm, and I'm gonna have responses just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. So it, that's essentially where I'm taking this. You know, I didn't like the the whole train analogy in the first place. Okay, then it involved then, me being God. Then we don't we don't yeah. we don't have to
1: get into the train thing anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> so speaking of this whole story thing, which has become a pretty nice chunk of the podcast, going in on these stories, which is what yeah. I love because it's the content you're actually putting out there, and that's. Kind of the whole premise of doing this podcast is I Mm -hmm. want everyone, all of you, if you're doing any kind of content, I want you on this show. Come on here and talk about it. And, you know, whether you agreed with what I said or you agreed with what J-Rob said, the fact of the matter is him and I are on here to have good conversation. You know, we're here to grind our axes. And I can tell that you are very passionate about this whole thing. If there's anything that that conversation showed, you are very passionate about all of this. Which makes the you, the last time we went to the movies, we saw Thor Ragnarok, and I remember you came out of that theater, and you fucking hated that movie. And you know what's funny? To me, that's like the first time, and like, you've always loved stories since we were kids, but that was the first time I saw you get really passionate about how important stories are, Mm -hmm. which I was kind of trying to allude to that before, but we went into a great tangent, but... Do you remember that? Do you recall yeah,
0: that, dude? It was a blockbuster. You know, everyone was talking about this movie. Everyone was watching the movie. You know, and it was just like one of those things. It was just like, what did, what did, you, what did we just do? You know what I mean? Like, what? Well, go ahead and wrap what, that. What story did we just put into the minds of every single person in America? You know, I like, I, I'm trying, I, you know, I'm trying to remember exactly what happened, but essentially, I believe the um, the sister of Thor um, was trying to take over. Uh, Asgard.
1: Yeah, Hela came back. Yeah, she had she had previously ruled uh-huh. with Odin. Yeah, but Odin wanted to stop. I think it was at like the the seventh or the ninth level, uh-huh. and Hela wanted to continue. Yeah. she wanted to continue conquering and ascending. Yes. Odin then banished her to the underworld uh-huh. and erased her from history. Got it. Yeah. She so came, she comes back she, and she wants to complete that. She comes back after Odin has passed. Yes. Yeah, so she, it's an empty throne.
0: So essentially, she represents a society that always wants to ascend, always yes. wants to be better than it is uh and four. um um to put it to put, it, of, to put it better, say, yeah. more con- more I'm, like yeah, conquer, I'm to conquer like a conqueror, yeah, She represents ask. a
1: conqueror society. There's nothing wrong right. so- There's nothing malevolent about a society wanting to ascend and improve itself.
0: All right. So, fa- so essentially, a Thor um, comes back to the planet and gets his uh, battle with her. But in order to defeat her, he calls upon this great god of destruction, uh, or this great character of destruction that just like pretty much destroys Asgard. Like it is the thing that cr- destroys their planet um to defeat this conquerable thing and then his solution is to get onto a ship and and just bring all of his people into space you know so uh essentially it's like uh it's like it's pretty much the story of a self-initiated Noah's Ark you know where the Noah doesn't like the earth so what does he do he Creates a well, huge. I don't think he, he puts an atomic bomb it, in the center of it, puts everyone in, in a ship, and flies off into space.
1: If I may, it's not that Thor didn't like Asgard, mm-hmm. he loved Asgard. Sure. He just saw Asgard was doomed.
0: Uh huh. So Asgard is his people, you say? That was the, uh, that, was the, that, was the, the that was one of the morals. Yeah. One of the morals
1: was that Asgard are a people. And not that is
0: aligned with a psychology that we were just talking about how people are more important than life that, that we're living with. You know, the animals and the plants. And honestly, that's not something I can align with.
1: Well, I don't know. I, th- I think you're looking at that movie through a particular lens. Mm-hmm. Um Stories don't need to have happy endings for us to learn. You know, us watching how the Asgard's messed up by essentially having Odin lie. Mm-hmm. He lied to his people about their history. And that was part of his downfall. Um I don't think looking at it, the lens that just because they messed up means it's giving us the solution of hey fuck earth we could always take a spaceship and leave which is what i think you were alluding to that you don't you don't like that it's kind of sending that message of hey if earth like who cares if earth blows up we could always just fly away yes you're, you're getting I, at that and, and mostly i think for the fact I that the earth, earth is us i think earth is supposed to learn from asgard mm-hmm. I think the fact that Asgardians had a fly away from their planet is supposed to terrify you because mm-hmm. I didn't like seeing it seeing Asgard blow up because fucking Ragnarok had to be summoned to keep hell from rising over.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: you know that's a terror was a terrifying thing to watch. It wasn't seen as a good thing that they had to leave Asgard, but it's a warning. It's like hey Earth, maybe if you don't get your act together, hell itself will rise up and you're gonna need the apocalypse to survive. you know so how come it has to be looked through the bad lens?
0: because the story um is you like you don't teach someone something by giving them the negative you don't say you should not do this are you sure because i do ahead, I, I read i read a book called the uh, the changing uh uh yeah the art of changing the brain by henry zoll uh, He's a biologist who learned learns about learned about the biology of of learning and, studied the brain, how its structure equals its function, different things that are generally applied to this sort of this sort of thing, to learning. Uh, and one of the facts that he said was when you create a pathway in your brain that you should not bite your nails, you know, you're thinking bite your nails. And that pathway is being reinforced, bite your nails, bite your nails, bite your nails. Even though not is in there, the wordage mm-hmm. is still being applied. So even with a story where you're applying, you're sort of essentially scaring someone saying don't do this um they're still they're still strengthening that pathway and that's still something that's going to relive or come back into the brain because it's been reintroduced um and you know not the mention but if you remember in um what's it called the continuation after the asgardians leave Mm -hmm. you know on their ship uh was destroyer worlds comes and yeah that destroys destroys them his entire family and all of his people yep and
1: hurls them off into space that honestly
0: that's not a good
1: fate i think no i, for I humankind but that's my point yeah. but it's not humankind uh-huh. that as. that's asgard mm. and it's a warning like we're supposed to learn from that they look like point. humans
0: they talk like humans they may not have the same powers or whatever else as humans but essentially we relate to them
1: there is guardians okay and where we were supposed to learn from the Asgardians. guardian i think look dude i i understand but like not every story can have a happy ending Not every character can have a happy ending. Not every society, not every planet, there needs to be unhappy endings. One, uh it makes the happy endings better when you get them. Mm -hmm. Two, you learn more from a loss than you do a win.
0: I've... I just don't think this story is something that really should apply. You know, I've seen stories that say the exact opposite, but have been told and retold over the centuries for a very long time. You know, something that has been passed on through our generations that doesn't involve explosions and you know and fancy people in nice suits and pecs and whatever else you know what i mean it's just it's 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 dirty it's not it's not the right pathway
1: i almost feel like you're being nitpicky man Mm, maybe i feel like man i just you know i just maybe you just got a real bad vibe from the movie
0: did it did. You know, maybe maybe there's a fear with that. You know, maybe there's a uh maybe or maybe it just pisses me off because the general idea is that humans don't need the earth.
1: Well I don't think that's true. I think the general idea is if you don't get your okay. act together you will lose the earth.
0: Okay. Well I guess you know, it depends. How everyone took it.
1: Yeah. That's really I guess that's really what I mean the you that's know really the case of it all. They weren't saying like, hey, yeah. shoot for this guys, this uh-huh. is the ideal. Yeah, exactly. The ideal ending here was hey Earth exp- Asgard explodes and we hightail. Yeah, that wasn't the ideal no, yeah. ending.
0: And if it was the if it was if that was the ideal, the Asgardians wouldn't have been in hiding. They would have been like saying, Fuck this place, it's gonna just be destroyed soon anyway. And uh, if it was the
1: ideal ending uh-huh. then I then I hear you. I then I hear you. I
0: get it. Okay, cool. I you know, I'm glad we can see each other then on that. Yeah. Yeah. That absolutely. makes sense. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. So what else you got going on? We don't have much time left. We yeah. got we got about, you know, five to huh. ten minutes. Alright. Well I Is there anything else you want to touch I'm on? I'm not a chip guy. <laughs> yes, yeah, you know what? Let's finish on that. Not a chip <laughs>
0: yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, actually honestly, I I we don't know what it's gonna look like. We don't know what AI is gonna look like. I, at least I don't, you know. Um if it involves any consciousness sort of things or like I'm not interested, honestly, this
1: You wanna be human. I wanna be human. You don't wanna be superhuman?
0: No. I don't. And if I can live in harmony... How how are
1: you going to get a job?
0: um, Listen, if there are superhumans around or supercomputers around, we may have a
1: very different structure going on. Yeah, so how are you going to get a job if you don't get a chip? Like, if you don't have the AI brain, then you lose your competitive edge in the market. How are you going to get a job?
0: There may not be jobs.
1: There might be super jobs. (laughs)
0: Regardless, super jobs, no super jobs. I, I want to live in harmony with it.
1: Why can't you live Without. in harmony
0: with super jobs? <laughs> because, because, I, the same reason. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I, I like I. It's ridiculous, but I, I understand where you're going at. It's like, for example, you're, it's like advocating for people to take speed where they're at work. It's not so, speed. No, no, no. no I'm, I'm, I'm just giving a different example. Just putting the computer Something in my brain. That could I don't apply need to have it today. on my desk. What if a company, right, said, so in order for, for you to work here, for you, for you to be the productive level that we need to be for you to work at, you must take speed every day. I would never do that. Okay. That's speed. Greed.
1: This is artificial uh, intelligence.
0: No, really? So a in your consciousness is going to be a different thing than taking a drug? If anything, taking drug is more natural. It's more, it's more innate. I don't know about that.
1: Really? Human beings and technology have had a symbiotic relationship for <laughs> millennia mm-hmm. symbiotic, symbiotic symbiotic from the second if, hold on hold on hold, you really, got to do your little rant really. now i get to do my okay, little rant okay I, okay guys Chill go the ahead fuck out. symbiotic relationship
0: go ahead okay yeah. <laughs>
1: from the first chimp uh-huh. or bonobo wherever the fuck we came from, from yeah. the first one of those motherfuckers to sharpen that branch into a spear mm-hmm. and use that spear to get their food yeah They are now ahead of the game because they applied technology. Uh And that's how humans got ahead. We have had a symbiotic relationship with technology. Uh Who's to say, this is why they call it the singularity, by the way, Uh that the two of them won't come together. Now, just for the record here. Yeah. I don't think I'm chip gang. Okay, but I'm trying to create the chip gang argument. So you know I'm not. I'm not that coming out. Advocate. You. I'm Get not it. coming out. No, it's you. all good. You know yeah, no, I understand that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so
0: essentially, you're saying technology is symbiotic with humans. Yes. No. It that's has. how we evolve. No, why? Because that person who carved that spear, right? So beautiful spear, or whatever else, right? The first soul that beautiful. animal. The first this, soul whatever else. Happy. Okay, whatever else. It's a beautiful. It's a and techno- stick. Technological advancement. Correct. Right. It's a big thing. Correct. What if one day he accidentally sat on it? Killed himself with it?
1: What the fuck? How is that are a symbiotic
0: How is that a symbiotic relationship? What Technology has been killing about? people for centuries. Cars, you are, airplanes. You are insane. The, the Do
1: you know how many lives undevelop- have been saved? Okay, what's the world population? No, I get it. Hold on. What's no, the, I what's get the it, world I get population?
0: It. No, no, no. It's increasing. I <coughs> understand. Because technology so, is per, is protecting us from nature. But is it symbiotic? Yes. Is your question. No. Yes. No. Symbiosis is taking, uh, taking like an apple and eating an apple and it... Every single molecule and cell digesting and going through your body in a very nice way, and, and excreting out in the next way, and then decomposing and turning into the earth. And what about that's symbiosis? That's harmony, not technology. And what
1: that's about not the technology? Well, what about the technology that delivered that apple to your fucking grocery store? What about the technology that we used to grow that fruit in mass uh-huh. so that we could feed the whole country? Mm-hmm. You're eating a product of technology. Apples didn't used to look like that, buddy uh-huh apples didn't use to taste like that
0: all right all right you know what i yeah
1: it's been there with our evolution the entire time mm-hmm. and technology whether it's a sharpened stick or a computer isn't made from anything that's not of this earth mm-hmm. Technology's part of nature this laptop was made from nature things that are in nature so why doesn't technology get to apply to being part of the earth why is tech not, Why are you shutting all technology off the off Team Earth? It's not of this world.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, wh- my my logic for this might might be a little bit weird. <laughs> 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 it might be a little weird. Uh, but uh, <laughs> there's things of spirit that I believe. You know, there's things of spirit, and then okay. there's things of thought and ego. Interesting. T- totally different. You know, we have illusions essentially in the world that create things. You know, things that don't really exist, and they, then they, and they create things for other people, and they, and and they, all everyone thinks these things exist, but they really don't. <laughs> They're just made up. Now, this has to do with technology. It's 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 a form of of magic, essentially. It's the, it's the. It's the manifestation of the ego, which doesn't really exist. It's all illusion. So creating that perfect technology, creating that perfect thing—people <laughs> fucking laughing at us. No, 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 no. Like, I'm, hyped. Is, I'm is, hyped. Yeah, yeah. Keep going, cool. please. Is creating that technology, creating that thing, is flawed. It's not perfect, and we try getting it closer and closer to perfection because it, because it's not perfect. You know, so that thing that, that phone that we have that we want to be better or that app that we created that we want to have that next phase. It's just, it's just, we're just trying to get it closer and closer to
1: nature, but the, but it can never happen. Well, John Robinson, let me tell you this. Yeah. When the whole chip gang thing starts going down, if I'm ever feeling chip gang, it won't be without talking to you for at least an hour about it. <laughs> now we could go on all day we about chip totally gang. could totally go on all day. So here's what I'm going to do. Cause that was dope. Yeah. But we got to end this podcast. Uh huh. I'm gonna have you on again, probably in the next few months. Cool. I want you to come on here. We're gonna do 60 minutes on Chip Gang. Love I'm gonna be Team Chip Gang. Uh-huh. You're gonna be Team Not Chip Gang. <laughs> and then we'll give our opinions at the you end. Got it. Yeah. I'm gonna go into it open because let's let's right now I'm down. not Team yeah. Chip Gang, uh-huh. but I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna look for every reason every to argument. be Chip Gang. And then we're gonna come back here. All I'm right. gonna come at you with everything I can find. All right. Sure. I hope I'm not Chip Gang. I don't know if I'm the same Nick Landy no. if I become Chip K. I don't think so either. Oh, damn. Oh, now now it's know. real. Now yeah. it's
0: real. That's why it's so important. I think that's why we need But We're What if I become me. like super Nick Landy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: What if I could just what like... What if? You know? What if? What if, bro? Yeah. What if? Well, dude, what you if, if what drove happened? this entire species that uh-huh. that question? Uh-huh. I drove this entire... Oh, Gorg. We can get into all day. We got to close this bitch <laughs> out. Yeah, this is we what magic is. That's what the lore of magic is, dude. I know. Your
0: ego wants it, but...
1: We go in all day on yeah, that, too, but we got to close this I get it. I I hear out. John you. Robinson, listen, I'm... okay, he's a licensed yeah. massage therapist. Uh-huh. Hi, everybody. He's a fucking artist, uh-huh. and he's a fucking storyteller. John Robinson, tell them where they can find you. You can find me a lot of places. You can find me at uh, my address
0: in Islip Terrace. <laughs> you can find me at uh, the uh, place in Patchogue, uh, tra- Tranquility Within. You can find me in uh, Crystal Caverns in... Uh, Uh, Bay Shore and another Crystal Caverns in Sayville Uh, you can also find me at Massage for Wellness in uh, uh, Plainview actually right down the block from here Uh, and um, on Facebook at uh, the Facebook group uh, Short Stories for the Young and the Old Uh, you can find me at uh, John Self Care with John Robinson that's a full set of tips and tricks on pain management uh, as down to like the down to like the diagnosis you know from your chiropractor or physical therapist like home exercises and how to treat it with massage and other things um, and as, as well as uh, my Instagram you know I have a, I have an Instagram of jR lineman uh, that's mostly my art uh, <laughs> John, this is a busy so man going on. this I is a ri-
1: busy man motherfuckers this is why I had yeah. him on here oh, this you. is John Robinson he's out there he's hustling you're a great example for all the viewers I hope everybody can hustle just like you myself included John Robinson thank you for Been coming a on man. thank you for coming yeah. on always happy to be your devil's advocate
0: <laughs> I know you are <laughs>